Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Matter. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Natalina Nasruddin, the CEO and founder of Rise Up For You. And I know most of you are familiar with me. So excited to be here for our Rise Up For You podcast series, Business and Workplace Solutions. And even more excited to bring our guest to today, Jacqueline Haven. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm really, really excited about our conversation today. I know we talked a little bit offline before we hopped in, but before we jump in, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do in your own words. Yeah, sure. So I am a DOL employment facilitator. And what that really entails is I help transitioning service members and their spouses in their transition from the military workforce to the civilian workforce. So I do everything from helping them translate their skills and abilities so that civilian employers know what they can do and what they can bring to the table. I help them with their resumes and building out their LinkedIn profiles and basically working on you know all of the branding so that when they are transitioning into the, the civilian workforce, civilian hiring managers know what they're about and they can speak this, the language. Yeah, that is awesome first off <laughs> and, and that's why i was excited to talk with you because this is a topic that i've really been wanting to address for a long time and my team and i are also really trying to bridge that gap because we do know that those you know those that have provided service you know for our country and the military that are transitioning it's not easy and i mean there's literally a matter of days in between them leaving service and then trying to you know get into civilian life and get into the workforce and assimilate yes. so just tell it first off how did you get in like how did that passion come to you to get into this yeah so i am actually a military spouse and my husband is also transitioning but um right as i was finishing my master's in education my next door neighbor was doing this program and i was like what is it that you do? And she's like, I want you to be a facilitator for this. And she brought me on board because she thought, you know, I have a background in um, human resources as well. Okay. And so she's like, you're the perfect person for this. You've been a hiring manager. And as a military spouse, you've moved around so much and you've, you've successfully gotten into like big corporations and, you know, remarketed yourself. You're like, you're the perfect person to be in this field. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. I have such a passion for the military community being a part of it. And I know how difficult and that struggle between moving from that military sector to the civilian life can be, especially for the ones who have been in the military for 20, 30 years. You know, this is the first time in their adult life where they're going into the civilian sector to work. So it can be a little bit nerve wracking and <laughs> they're not really sure where, where to go next. So talk with us a little bit about like, how can we help? What, what do we do? You know, what, what are some things that I think the workplace can do? You know, we talk a lot about diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is a huge topic and it's so important, yes. but sometimes it feels like, you know, veterans are kind of left out of that. Right. But they're mm -hmm. not, they're actually a part of that. So what are some things that, you know, human resources and other corporations can do 
to help bridge the gap, to be to be more intentional, I think, and more active in helping service members assimilate, find jobs, be successful, and yeah. really be able to sustain what's happening. Yeah, so there's a, there's so many things that, that, that the companies can do. One of the big initiatives that the DOL has is, you um, they call it the medallion program. And it's really like you're, you're, you set up a recruiting team and a, a talent acquisition, you know, a talent team that actively hires the, the, the veterans as well as helps to retain them. So it's like, you know, working with them to, to assimilate, assimilate to the culture um, and, you know, thinking about what are those things that they really are looking for? I mean, you know, the active duty service members, every single one of them, their priorities are leadership. Their priorities are teamwork. Their priorities are, they're really looking for a place where, um, you know, unlike the civilian sector where you can bounce from job to job, they are, told where to go and when to go. And so they have to learn to work with whoever is there. There is no option of, oh, I'm not gonna work with this person because he happens to be here. So, you know, they're tenacious. They are they are the kind of people who solve problems. And if you can make a, develop a culture where they feel like they're being taken off and that they're, they are, um, th their word means something and they're part of a team and that can help a lot. That can go a long way. I like that you just mentioned everything that you, you just said, because I know quite a few people that have served that have also mentioned that there's some really great qualities, right? That they that have been learned in service, like camaraderie, loyalty, teamwork, right? There's yeah. a resilience and not enough companies are capitalizing on those strengths that can really make a huge impact in the workforce. So I know you just mentioned a few, but what are a couple more that you would say like, hey, these are some phenomenal qualities that we typically see that can really be a game changer and very beneficial to the workspace today? Yeah, there's so I, the, one of the things that we talk about is how innovative we are in terms of finding solutions to really difficult problems when there's not a lot of resources. I know there's this misconception out there because military budget is so huge that service members have an unlimited budget that they can tap into in order to get whatever they want done. But the, the reality is service members every day are working with sometimes outdated equipment <laughs> and having to figure out, well, how do I troubleshoot this when um, a part doesn't, it, it's not even being built anymore, right? Um, uh, so it's, they are just, they have just this innate ability to just take on a problem and say, okay, how do I solve this? You know, there's never a situation where they're like, I can't do it, I'm just gonna sit back and let it happen. You know, they're always like, okay, what's the solution to this? And I think that's the most amazing thing to see happen. And it's one of the most valuable things that we could have in employers or employees. You know, as yeah. you're looking for somebody who's going to be in there, you know, helping you solve really complex issues or, or, or even like the little things, you know, it's not going to phase them because they've dealt with bigger. <laughs> Right, baby. <laughs> I mean, you summed it up. They've dealt with bigger, which is I, I thank you so much for sharing that. So, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't want to. I don't want to say something that's not true. But generally speaking, from my understanding, in speaking with individuals that have left the service, there's typically like a three day rollover, right? Like they have three days of re assimilating. Three days or three weeks. It might be three weeks, but I think it's three days of re assimilating, and then. They they gotta go and fly on their own. Is that is that accurate? 
Well, it's different for a retire. It's it's a little bit different um, if you're a retiree or how you're you're separating from the military. So it really depends on how they're separating from the military. But it can be something where it's like next day, you know, or it can be, um, you know, for some of the retiring military members, they get uh, there's a skills bridge program that I really that I want to bring out. Um, it's basically for the last six months of their military service they can be shopped out to an internship-like program where they're being paid by the military, but they're working for uh, civilian, civilian employers. So that's one of the programs that I think that are, that's maybe the easiest to get into because it's basically like an internship. It's no, you know, there's no skin off of the corporations back, but you get this really highly skilled employee to come work and, at your company and show you what they can do. So right. tell us more about that for anyone that's listening. How do they, how do, how does the corporation learn about it? And then like, how does that connection get made? Cause I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that might want to do some research on that. Absolutely. And I can get you more of that information when we, when we're offline, but okay. the, the DOD skilled bridge program is actually run by the department of defense. And there are contact people within each base that runs that program locally. Um, there's also other ways you can get into it nationally. Um, but you know, I can I can give you more of that information. I'm not really sure that's how to okay. get involved, yeah, that's but I okay. know that yeah. I usually yeah, I'm we'll usually put the one it in the show notes. notes. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes and then as like a link or something. But I know that there'll probably be a lot of people that want to you know probably do more research and just see how yeah. they can get into that program and 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 also yeah. use it as a recruiting tool, right? If they can support Absolutely. the internship and then and then hopefully bring them on as an employee afterward. Exactly. One, Jackie, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you wanted to share um, in particular with this topic? Just because I think it's so important. What, what else can we do? You know, corporations, again, individuals that are, you know, talent acquisition that are recruiting, what else can we do to go out there and help support the transition and bring more service members into the civilian workplace? So one of the things that I think they they just need to get the, um, comfortable with understanding what are the skill sets that the transitioning service, these service members have to offer to your organization and really think about, um, you know, what are my, my personal, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about in DEI is like the, uh, what are your personal biases and what are the things that you have that are keeping you from hiring them? And what are the things that, you know, um, are, are standing in the way of, really welcoming a service member, you know, uh, things like don't ask them, have they been to war? <laughs> That's not acceptable, right? Uh, not all service members have been to war. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard too many of those stories where my, you know, some, some service members have gone out and that was one of the questions that was asked of them. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like really focusing on their skills and abilities, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. And I think that there's a lot of validity there, especially with unconscious bias that some of us are not aware of, right? They're unconscious. So I I think that's a great point. Thank you. It's really, it's really been great to have you on our show. Such an important topic. I'd love to talk about this even more. We'll bring you back and definitely any you want to send our way, we'll add them in the show notes, any resources that we can provide the more the merrier. I would love to jump into our power section of the interview. (laughs) Don't worry, you'll be fine. (laughs) Just a couple quick questions and we're just looking for some short, short answers. 
The All right. Is we always love to ask that, you know, if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. Mm -hmm. What would your one golden nugget be to the audience? Be good to each other. Great. See? Nice. <laughs> good. <laughs> okay. And then we always love to talk about values. So what's one value that's a complete non-negotiable for you? Something that you absolutely will not budge on. Ooh, that's a tough one. There's so many. <laughs> um, for me, it is integrity. Yeah. Um, that is one that I just, you know, be who you are and and, and do it intentionally. Yeah. Great. And lastly, before I, we go into the final question, how do we get a hold of you? Where can we find you and just connect with you if people want to reach out? LinkedIn, what links, anything, yeah. the best way? I, I am available on LinkedIn. And if you drop me a message and let me know that you saw me on this, the, the rise up for you, I will make sure that to connect with you. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. And lastly, as you know, we're Rise Up For You. That's the podcast. It's the work that we do. What comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase, rise up for you? Ooh, that's a good one. So I see that as owning your own growth. You know, they really, if you want something to change, you should initiate it within yourself first, and then it will manifest itself in your actions. Yeah, I, I love that. Manifest itself in those actions. Absolutely. Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been thank such so an honor. Absolutely. We have some comments in the chat. So please, you know, afterwards you can check it out. I know we see something from David. He was mentioning somebody else that's doing a great GFA uh, program to help veterans get back into the industry and to yes. civilian life. Um, so check out those comments. Thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you, Jacqueline. And we will Thank see you. you next week where the rise it for you podcast. Sometimes I'm by myself and sometimes I bring amazing guests like Jacqueline and absolutely you can listen to us on every single podcast, major platform. And we release new episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We're on YouTube. And of course you can check us out at our website, riseitforyou.com. Jacqueline, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.